Boom, 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 boom. Nobody knows where we might end up. Nobody knows. Boom, 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 okay. Boom. Okay. We need to. Um... Okay, it's Christina Yang. Please return our calls. <laughs> we just have to get that like. We need to write it down. Yeah. <laughs> we should get it tattooed. <laughs> Let's get a tattoo. Yeah, because then we can remember it when we intro it. What's your um what's your least favorite tattoo? Probably George's Harry Potter tattoo. Harry Potter tattoo. It's yeah. it's it's just that like he clearly got his Harry Potter sleeve. George got that sleeve when he was probably, I don't know, 18 years old. And yeah. he's grown since then. So it was like first it was weird to get an 11 year old's face tattooed because it's from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So yeah. It's weird to get an 11 year old's face tattooed on your arm. But now that he's grown, his face has kind of like grown and like shit. And so now it's just like this weird, like skewed version of Harry Potter where like his face is like a little stretched out and it just like yeah. looks really crazy i know and i think he tried to like age him as the years went on so it was like added a little stubble and stuff and then he he kind of tried to make the hairline go back and it's just like just leave the tattoo the way it was when you got it you know yeah that's so much to ask that's so crazy to even try to age up a young boy that you've tattooed on your body to take away hair seems really hard on a tattoo i know i know i know well Welcome back, everybody, to Christina Yang. Please answer our calls. I'm Dr. Anna Batsaler. I'm Dr. Stephanie Birch now. And we just watched the fifth episode of the second season of Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy, the reality show being filmed at the hospital we work at. That's and right. oh my God, this episode was iconic. It was, I feel like I. You know that I love gossip. Like that's like mm-hmm. the whole reason I work is that I can like gossip about it. And I feel like I got a lot out of this episode. Yes. This was gossip heavy. It's kind of what I had been waiting for. Cause I feel like a lot goes on at the hospital. And sometimes the episodes that I actually watch on TV, I'm like, you guys aren't even tapping into all the crazy shit. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay. Right. Um, yeah. But this one, this one, I think got uh, at least some of it got us there some i didn't care for izzy's i thought izzy had a kind of a boring day and they could have you know shown us elsewhere in the hospital but i feel like meredith had a pretty crazy day with uh i guess i'll break it down for for the the listeners um so this episode is uh meredith has kind of confronted Derek and been like because he's upset with her that she's mad at him for not being divorced which it seems pretty fair to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so she kind of gives him like the ultimatum eventually uh, after they have to work, work together for the whole day. And she says famously, pick me, choose me, love me. I was like, wow. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, there's so like a huge, there was a huge storm this week at um, in Seattle and the power went out in the hospital. And so it affected a bunch of people, ourselves included. But mm-hmm. for uh, Christina, it's her first kind of week back at work after her miscarriage, but she uh, had a patient who was like medicating himself via porn, like watching porn, like porn was his uh, pain reliever. Um, And so when the power went out, she had to manage that pain still. Um, And then probably the biggest thing was that George and Alex were stuck in an elevator with a patient who had a gunshot wound, a GSW 
and uh, they had to perform surgery in the broken down elevator uh, until the fire department could open it back up for them. And it was pretty crazy up in Seattle, Grace. It was wild. Um, that was such an incredible thing that that happened. I mean, who the, would have thought, George? Oh, yeah. yeah, that George oh, was, yeah. He, he's, he really stepped up to the plate. And him and Burke had such a beautiful chemistry. I thought them. so too. And you know what? Like, so Burke was like calling out like the directions from outside of the elevator. And it really like made me think of like, <laughs> do you watch Survivor? Yes. yes, I know you do. You know, the challenges for like, yes. there's like, that collar at the top of the thing. That's like fully what it reminded me of. Because, and for a minute I was like, Burke deserves more credit for <laughs> calling these out because from watching Survivor I know that that's a very very, very. Uh, dangerous position to be in because you can either be very good or very bad as a caller and he did a great job it's almost it's a position in Survivor that I would avoid at all costs because I feel like if you're good at it really? people don't really notice and if you're bad at it people you really notice but if you're too too mm. good at it you're suddenly a targets now on your back because everyone's like oh she's such a good communicator like you know this could be a problem down the road that's interesting you say that I have thought about this a lot because I fully want to go on survivor Mm -hmm. and I think every time I see this challenge I go I would be I should be the one up on that caller position of course I mean it's yeah, that that makes complete sense. But mostly, I, I, think I it want to. But. I feel like a lot of people do it and then they lose their voices because they're screaming. And I just know in my heart, I have the kind of voice that I can naturally project without straining my vocal cords. And so I just think I could do it with the least amount of harm to my body physically. Well, and that's that's a helpful thing that you can bring to a team it's when you... one of the very few places where i feel like this skill set which is my naturally booming voice comes mm-hmm. in handy well you should put that in your audition packet <sighs> yeah i should i should i should i know you you've been working on that audition packet for a while but i don't think you mentioned that you were gonna put that in so i well i haven't finalized it yet will you help me put it together i feel like i need Mm-hmm. I think maybe I can get like some testimonials from like different doctors in the hospital. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And then I can have like, I can, I can basically put together like the L Woods Harvard audition tape for my oh, survivor. Tape. I would love that. Yes. Let's do that. We can rent a house so that we can get like the pool and everything. Cause that feels important. Yeah. And I just need to get my hands on a bikini and we're good to go. Yeah. Boom. Done. But survivor here I come. <laughs> survivor here we come um i had a quick question about the episode and about the elevator thing what elevator surgery alex obviously like choked up and did it totally. he wasn't able to do the surgery right. was that because he wasn't like he like freaked out and panicked or was that because he failed the like skills thing so he actually like wasn't allowed to do the surgery Oh, interesting. I think the former. I think he's allowed to do the surgery because I I think if he wasn't allowed to do surgery because the skills thing, like it would be a known fact and he wouldn't be a serving rotation where he like could be in that position at all. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think it was like I think him failing the skills thing has like really given him like this mental block of like I cannot do this. Like I you know, and so 
I think that it like just like impeded him mentally. But yes. I didn't. Yeah. I, I guess that's just my assumption. That would be crazy. Damn. I, I I think I think you're right. I think it was like a choke thing because it was like everybody was like looking at him. Burke probably knows that he like if he wasn't allowed to do surgery that he wouldn't ask. Right. Right. But that's it, it did cross my mind that I was like, well, maybe he's actually kind of doing the right thing right now because like huh. his skills might not be up to. Snuff. Okay. Alex Karev, ethical king. Yeah. <laughs> Twist. Alex Karev saved a life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's actually the real hero. Fuck the collar position. Fuck yeah. George using his finger to plug a hole in a heart. Alex Karev didn't touch it because he wasn't allowed to. That's actually everything. Yeah. I, I, I think it's very admirable. Okay. Okay. Well, damn. I think Alex is actually a hero now. Yeah. You you said you didn't like, or you weren't that interested in Izzy's patient this week. I kind of uh, liked it. I was kind of into it. I, I just didn't really like feel like he got that much time on the episode. So kind of just like wasn't really following what was happening until the very end when suddenly she was like, why are you here every seven years? You know? Yeah. I thought, I thought that, uh, that, storyline um was kind of funny to watch because i also like was sort of shadowing izzy that day like uh, by choice it was actually my yesterday was my day off so i just went in and i shadowed izzy and it was interesting because that woman was so bad at lying right it was so painfully obvious to us and to other nurses uh, and even the camera crew was like, oh, well, we already know kind of how to formulate a story from this because she would be like, my neighbor, he means nothing to me. Yeah. She was like, what's his name again? Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Ted? Ted died? Oh, I didn't even notice. Oh, he died? I thought he still lived there. Yeah. I, I dropped off cookies this morning because I thought he was uh, yeah, alive like, and actually visiting his grandma's No, gr- lady, it's fair for it to be like a traumatic event in your life for your neighbor to die and you don't watch the people take his body out. Like, yeah, that's and, fine for you to remember. Exactly. And like, yes, of course, the reveal is that they were having an affair. But I mean, it wasn't even a reveal. It, the, the main thing I took away from that case was... Holy shit, this husband has no lie detector skills. He's a cuck. I don't what does that mean? People keep using that word. Doesn't it mean that you like watch your wife get fucked by someone else? Oh. Or like you like let it ha- or like it happens right under your kind of thing. Right under your nose and you don't But care. like you know about it. You know about it. And there's like kind of nothing you can do about it. But, you're but like, you don't want it to be happening. It's not like a fun I watching thing. Cause think that I think it transitions into like if you like some people are probably into being a cuck, which me you know what I mean, which would be like you're into it, but I think the like uh I think it all stems from being cucked and like a like a you're being kind of like dominated almost interesting well i guess uh, should i google you, this i actually like i'm not positive that i'm correct on this sure google it i mean it's it's always good to learn new things if this is this this is the slang the kids are using these days you know i'm famously 60 so this is sort of me i'm still trying to figure wait out wait, wait, wait 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 what uh am i wrong okay so i'm what is it cuckadoodle doodle Is that what it's short for? 
it's definitely short for cuckoodle do. Okay, I'm getting a couple definitions here. So a noun is a man whose wife is sexually. Un- oh, I see. Okay, sorry, I misread this. A man. So yes, I'm right. A man whose wife is sexually unfaithful, often regarded as an object of derision. Oh, so it's like a little less fun than the idea of like your wife is like having sex, like and is like rubbing it in your face. <laughs> It's more like your wife is just having sex with other people and you're- Yeah, and then like okay. you're like a fuck because you can't keep your woman in line. I actually think it has kind of like a more fucked up- uh, Well, it's no doubt backstory. sexist. It's no doubt sexist. And, yeah. And in my mind, it was like kind of like fun because like the woman gets to be like, you little beta bitch. But I actually think it is uh, sexist, yes. Well, I suppose according to that definition though, Derek is a cuck. Derek is a cuck. That's absolutely correct. Derek is a cuck. Let's go through everyone in the hospital and say whether or not we think they're cucks. <laughs> well, um, Ellis's is is hu- husband is a cuck. Um, absolutely. What's, What's his Asher? name? Thatcher. 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 Thatcher is a cuck. Um, I think. I think. I think Richard's kind of a cuck, also. But Adele is not cheating on him. Adele yeah, is but a cuck. I think that oh, yeah, but a, you're right. A girl but, can't be a cuck. No, I think girls can be cucks. I think that um <laughs> I think that Richard is like a cuck in that I think Ellis is kind of cuckolding him. Yeah. Okay. And cuckolding, I, I don't even know if we have time to get into I think that's when that I think that's like the action of of making a man a cuck. Oh yeah. Did you just Google earlier just like for show to pretend like you didn't know a lot about it? Um No, really... I I know what it is, but as soon as I start saying like as if I know, I realize that like I'm probably gonna look so fucking stupid if I'm wrong. Because <laughs> that's why I started Googling to double check. Cause I was kind of just going off of like what yeah. I thought to be true. Honestly, um, Stephanie, you're gonna look so fucking stupid if you don't know what a cuck is. <laughs> <people are> gonna... <laughs> So that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. I know, You're and I really just like can't. I can't allow my reputation to go down no, like you the can't. person who doesn't know what cuckolding is. <laughs> and I'm over here, yeah, asking. All right, well, um, anywho, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, George is a cuck. Yeah, uh, Christina's a fucking plot in this episode. I mean, I couldn't get enough of it. Wait, can we, no, sorry. I know you're trying to move on. I'm blasting <laughs> I, through this. You want to talk more about cucking? No, no, no. <laughs> no. I just, I, I know that you mentioned briefly you were shadowing Izzy on your day off. Can you <laughs> just like circle back to that? Like, why, why are you doing that? Why well, are you doing that? I'm doing that because I, well, yes. Okay. So I, I tried to blast past it. Cause I guess it's a little bit embarrassing. That you're shadowing lie. a fellow, that you're shadowing an intern. I'm shouting my fellow intern for actually nothing that has to do with doctoring reasons. Oh. I basically am trying to get my curls to sit the same way as Izzy. And she will not kind of give me like the whole breakdown of the routine. And she told me that if I follow her throughout an entire day, she can teach me how to get a beach wave, mm. a curly beach wave, which I've been dying to have. And, uh, and, and then she's going to like let me in on you know, the hair thing. But of course I hadn't slept because I worked the night before. So my shift was, I was, you know, not sleeping. And then I had another shift the next day and I actually had to call in sick. Mm. And they asked why. And I said, because I was following Izzy around. And they said, 
why? And I said, this is none of your damn business. And they you said, said that? Yeah, I did. I did. I was like, you know what, Chief Weber? You can go fuck your mom. And you know what he said? What? That's rude. Yeah. <laughs> so then I said, okay. Yeah. Well, proud of you for, you know, standing your ground, I guess, but I can't believe you told the chief to go fuck his own mother. That's pretty insane. Is that not a thing people say anymore? Go fuck your mom? Yeah. Does, has anyone ever said that? Yeah. People used to say it all the time in my youth. Go fuck your I mean, mom. Go fuck your mom. I I have never this is like hitting my ear all wrong. I've never heard this expression. Really, it's just rolls off my tongue. I feel like people do your mama joke like yo mama jokes, you know, or like or like they make jokes about like them fucking someone else's mom. Oh my god. Wait. But yeah, like I think that's I maybe think what that's what to it's say. Yeah, I think that's what I was trying to say. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, like I think I think if you wanted to use it right, like when he says, like, why do you need the day off? You should have been like, I'm exhausted from fucking your mother all night, you know? Oh my god, that's I said almost the exact opposite. I said right. I need the day off because you fucked your mom you fucked last your mom. night. Yeah, and you're like pretty tired. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean it does if he if he fucked his mom, if but he I don't did. <laughs> but I kind of doubt it. Also, like Chief Weber's kind of old. Like I feel like his mom may be deceased. There's like a pretty good chance his mom isn't alive. Well, I mean, after I said that, he did tear up and say, "Just get out of my face." Mm. I've been using that all wrong. I've been all week. I've been telling people, "Oh, you would you fuck your mom? Would you fuck your mom?" Oh God, oh, I'm embarrassed. Week. All week. You know what? It's okay. You live and you learn. Kind of like how I had to learn the truth about cuck- the history of cuckolding. Which was not very f- different than what you thought it was. No, I just was have to point that exactly out. Pretty much the exact same. But I noticed that your hair, it's, I mean, it is very short. It would be very hard to accomplish a beach wave with this yeah, cut. Of course. But it is pin, pin straight what little hair you do have. Yeah, it's pin straight. And that's why I wanted to kind of so get in there. Izzy didn't reveal any of her tricks, none of her secrets. No, she didn't. She said, I'm working. I just put it up. And I was like, you are going to fucking hold out on me? And Not today, sister. Chance, you don't think there's a chance she just has naturally curly hair? Not a shot in hell. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's, ca- it's telling what kind of hair people were born with, whether it was straight, curly, wavy, manipulated, mm. wavy, manipulated, straight, uh, uh, uh. And bald. Bald. Thank you. Bald. Yeah, bald. I, I can I can see it from a mile and a half away. It's so could you tell from a mile and a half away that Alex Karev is bald? Yes. And wears a toupee? Yes. Thank I could you. tell. The first time I met him, every sentence I said to him, it was so hard for me to suppress. I just wanted to blurt out toupee. You ever toupee. get that? You ever get that when you meet someone and, and there's something and they maybe they have a piece of mm-hmm. food on their nose and you're just like, don't say food on your nose. Don't say food on your nose. And it's just like painful. Totally. 100 really? percent. you really get that oh yeah food on your when people have food on their nose uh, it's always happening to me when people have bad toupees when someone has a hearing aid i want to say hearing aid hearing even aid though, <laughs> even though I, I know i shouldn't say that good morning hearing aid oh god why did i do and, it and it's hard in a hospital too because there's a lot of people with you know impairments so it's like i can't just say like tracheotomy hole yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
hole. Yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> but I want to. Shouldn't. But we want to, and it's it's difficult. It's so fucking hard to just censor yourself. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you started talking about Christina, right? Yeah. Um. And how yeah. she was working oh, yeah. with that guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I um. I. I was saying that that was the craziest thing. Oh yeah. So she was. So he was using, he was watching porn, Naughty Nurses 4, to to manage his pain, basically. It was like acting as his pain relief. And then when the power went out, Christina had to, like, describe the porn to him um, because he couldn't watch it anymore. My question for you, I guess it's like, could this guy, all Christina did was basically be like, there was these four nurses and they were really naughty and then she like was just describing it like vague vaguely like that it's like did this guy really have such little imagination that he couldn't just like picture it in his mind like yeah like I just didn't understand why the power goes out so we can't watch this VHS tape that he'd brought to the hospital like I just there was just I couldn't think of any other way for him to like get like aroused like I just didn't understand why it had it had to be Christina Yank giving the most like general like this naughty girl in her naughtier yeah it it was was tame it would have been yeah it would have been like so much nastier I guarantee this guy had just like paused and thought for one second about like (laughs) (laughs) he can't pause and think he's in so much pain dude that's the that's that's the thing i think it's like he's true but like here but then but then uh, fair enough but then i also think like uh, the porn like so predates like technology and like vhs and like having like uh, the necessity of being connected to power it's like literally pornography like is imagery so it's just like why couldn't they just like fucking go down to the gas station and buy a magazine you know like i there there was so many other solutions they could have used a phone that's connected to that's using cellular data and gone on the goddamn internet like it really wouldn't have been that hard you know stephanie you have a lot of ideas now but i am not gonna lie i passed the room and i heard you doing your own little story for him before christina got there you're trying something out okay well, and yeah I, I so you i was talking a little him. you know down that wasn't that wasn't what you think okay <laughs> what was that please i was explain. describing to him the plot of my new claymation project that yes what? is r-rated in nature and if i have my way and the studio doesn't interfere <laughs> what studio <laughs> what studio <laughs> I just have a feeling there's a lot of promise here. And if studios interfere, they make me give it an NC. I see them making me do NC-17. And oh, I think yeah. it's pretty dark. But it's pretty, it's pretty filthy. So I was just like describing to him the plot of the movie that I've come up with. Well, the do you want to give us a little bit of the plot? I mean, you don't have to get graphic or anything. But obviously, um, I'm interested. Sure, sure. <laughs> of course, yes. No problem at all. All so basically, <laughs> so basically, do your elevator pitch. I'll be a studio okay. exec. Here's the here's the pitch. Okay, so there's this woman. Okay, let's call her Olivia, and she's just incredible. Like 
like they people call her like a fixer. Like she can just like <laughs> like any problem that arises, she can fucking figure out the solution because she's so socially adept and politically connected that she can just like make things fucking happen, makes problems go away, and makes politicians more palatable and she is actually connected to the president of the united states of america we'll call him fitz he's a fictional president you know but she and fitz have this past a sexual past and she is tapped by fitz to um to take care of problems in the United States to make sure because because the president's team, some of them are corrupt themselves. And so she has a team of fixers that are part of that fall underneath her and they're all getting into antics and they're all trying to just basically like save America kind of, but also save themselves. And also they're all really sexual. And she has one person who works under her who I don't really like. Um and- your character you made. You don't <laughs> okay. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the pitch. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. You really wow, you really did uh, shake me there. <laughs> um, but but basically, like the long long story short of it all is, there's like it's her job to be a fixer, but also yeah. like can she be fixed? And um, she's having this affair with the president of the United States of America, but also like she has other people in her life because she can't really be with the president because he's married to a woman. I want, let's call her Millie, I don't know. But um, oh, and- This is uh, juicy. I said Millie, but it might be Melly. Um, well, you and, can decide whenever, because I mean, it's yeah, not Yeah, I haven't decided yet, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Um, but basically like sometimes they have sex in the white house and that's like really hot. And sometimes she, uh, eats popcorn and drinks a big glass of red wine. Okay. Yeah. That's the part I walked by the room and you were talking about. Oh, about the red wine and the popcorn. Um, yes. Uh, as well as the sex in the white house. Okay. Right. And then Uh, also bear in mind though, this is entirely claymation. Yeah. So this is a feature length claymation, uh, film. Yeah, right now I picture it as a feature like claymation film. If the studio interferes and they want it to be, you know, studio is not going to interfere. <laughs> if the studio I just... interferes and they want to make this into like a multi-part, like you know, dramedy series or like I don't know, CW or something. Yeah, I could have. I could Maybe. see CW. Maybe it could know. be. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should. Maybe you should pitch it to Shonda. Well, maybe, maybe I'm just like, it's just an idea I've been kind of like toying with. And I just, I would love to pitch it to Shonda. Of course. I just, um, I don't know if it's her cup of tea. Maybe you should make it and use the kind of like a 15 minute claymation as a proof of product. Okay. Yeah. No, but I, I just like, I just feel like Shonda is not getting eyes on me because I never on Grey's Anatomy. And so mm-hmm. I just don't know. I don't know how to get this project to her. Yeah, no, I think, I think honestly, maybe, maybe Shonda's not the person for it. I could see something like, um, uh, uh who did Titanic? Like a... What? <laughs> What's that guy's name? James did... Cameron? Yeah, I, I could see it being kind of a James Cameron two and a half like an hour epic long. masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I can see that as well. I can definitely see that. I do think there's like epicness to this story. Yeah. But sounds sexy. I mean, it was definitely. It's definitely hot. I'm having a hard time remembering all the ideas I had for like really sexy scenes. I know there's one 
where they have sex in like basically like the control room in the white house um something something there you were i i mean when i was passing the room i i heard you say uh she wanted to go to vermont and make jam maybe (gasps) yes 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 yes, that's actually a huge part of it and honestly why should i go to vermont so bad and make jam i was gonna ask you this like what does that have to do with the plot at all well to tell you the honest to god i came up with that idea because it was um you know how on Tuesdays I make pancakes, protein yeah, pancakes, protein pancakes, honey. They have flaxseed in them. Okay, chill the fuck out. Okay, relax. <laughs> They're protein pancakes, eighteen grams of protein per serving. But um, I anyway, I made my protein more than pancakes. three eggs. Exactly, way more than three eggs. But I um, I was making my protein pancakes and I ran out of syrup and I was like, ugh, so annoying. So annoying. So annoying. <laughs> it was so annoying. And I was like, oh, I just like wish I was in Vermont right now and I could fucking like tap a tree. And then I was like, Vermont, Vermont. Wow. And then I was like, wow, Vermont has Vermont has a lot of potential. But then I was like, I don't want this story to be too autobiographical. So I'm having her make jam in Vermont and not. Okay. That tree. makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You just like. You shifted just slightly over. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's called a light it's called a light pivot in showbiz. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very cool. And it's nice of you that you were helping out Christina's patient. I mean, Christina was getting kind of into it. She had that whole She was very into it. She had and a you know story. what? Okay, what do you think? I know what I think, but like based on what we saw, how the guy was responding to Christina's story and how the guy was responding to me and my story, which one do you think he was getting off on more? Um, this is, I feel like, I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong thing here because there is a right like, answer. Yeah. I, of course there's a right, I, 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 <sighs> okay. This is terrible, but he sounded more engaged. He seemed more engaged to Christina's plot. Hmm. but more engaged in yours is sexiness, which yes. I think is not the way you wanted it. No. <laughs> you know what? But that's fine. Cause at the end of the day, sex sells. Sex sells. And I think that's actually like a really important part of my story. I don't know what we're going to call it yet, but like, it's kind of just like about like how like, like sex uh, and, gossip scandalous and, beha- scandal. and scandalous behavior yeah exactly and so it's just like that's an important part of it is that this woman who can do anything is also like a sexual being and a scandalous person all on her own oh my god dude hmm. you should call it sexual being sexual being <gasps> oh Done. my god okay sexual Done. being that's sexual the, being. <laughs> yeah that's such a good name for a show oh i love it Okay, I love this so much. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah. I will give you I will give you credit in the credits when I make this feature yeah. length film. Hopefully the studio lets you choose your credits. Of course they will. The studio I, that's the one thing that I will insist on is like if the studio has any interference, I'm gonna be like the one thing I insist on. Yeah is I get I get control of the credits and they will be long. Not to be an asshole right now, because I am really happy that you're working on this project and stuff, but you got to clean up your claymation stuff from the living room. I know. It's there's kind of no, taking over, isn't it? There's nowhere to sit. I'm sorry. We're all getting home from a long day of work. Meredith was like, want to watch my mom do heart surgery? Right. One of my old things. I'm like, yeah, sure. I sit down. I got a huge clay thing stuck to my butt. 
You sat on my sheep? <laughs> yes. That was you? <laughs> I thought you knew. I didn't want it to come out like this. Yes, I sat on your sheep. I'm sorry. God damn it. You could have just sat on the floor. What? I'm not going to sit on the floor. Why don't the sheep sit on the floor? Because the sheep need to be on a cushion. All right. Fine. I'll clean up. Sorry. I'll move everything into maybe George's room. I feel like he's a cuck. He'll let me do it. Yes. You know? I... <laughs> Technically, yeah, sure. All right, fine. My my new studio is George's bedroom. Perfect. I'll be out of the living room by the end of the day. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. I'm, really, I'm trying to get closer with Meredith. Yeah? What are you up to these days? Um, I don't know. I just keep inviting her to get coffee and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally she said yes. And that's actually when we were getting coffee, she was like, I don't know what to do about this Derek thing. And it's actually kind of awkward because her whole choose me, love me thing. I actually told her to say when we were at coffee. I oh, my God, that's so crazy when i was listening watching the episode i was like this sounds like something anna would say yeah it was insane we were literally at coffee and i was like you should tell him yeah i was you should tell him choose me love me and then like you know all that stuff in the speech where she's like should i just play it is that even possible i don't know how to do that maybe it's too hard um but like this is like something that you say all the time it's basically your catchphrase and then I, cause I was telling her, I said, you need to just do like a big enough speech that he chooses you, which ultimately find out, I don't think is what happened. He does not. Yeah. Kind of a bad but, day he's gray. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but we are getting closer and I didn't say anything about her taking my speech or anything like that, but it was, it was, it was sort of hard to say. Yeah, that's she sucks. did tell me that I can pay uh, $400 less in rent this month. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Apparently, she's you just can letting like, you pay less. Like, is she paying more? How's that getting covered? She's just, she just paying. She's, she's taking just, a hit. Yeah. She's just taking the hit because she was like, that was a really good speech. Thanks for letting me use it. Cause I was actually planning on using it um, because my, this is such a tangent, but my, um, my very, 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 very wealthy stepfather just died. And me and some of the siblings are having a bit of a kerfuffle over who gets what money. And I actually had planned this whole speech to say at the funeral um, in, in a last ditch effort to get the majority of the money. And since she stole it and put it on the show, if I use it at the funeral, it looks like I'm copying Meredith. Do you follow? So I'm following, but I'm just, I have a couple cues. Um, So you wanted to say at the funeral, pick me, choose me, love me. Don't you feel like if it needed to go into your stepfather's will, you needed to say that to him before the funeral? Of course. But the thing is, is that the person who's in charge is this amazing lawyer named uh, Darfus Gordonfeld. And, and I know, I know their commercials. Yes. You know, Jarvis. Okay. Yeah. Those, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can catch me if you can. That's the phrase you, you know, the second mm-hmm. lyric. Yeah. Right? You can catch me if you can. I'll be driving a 12 person passenger van. Yeah. That's him. That's Darfus. And then you know the next, you, you got the rest. Yeah. 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 And no matter what happens, I'll have a Diet Coke can. And that's the Jarvis promise. Yep. 
they they just i think they decided on that last one it didn't have to rhyme because it was just information Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah so i was gonna make the speech there because the lawyer was still like figuring some stuff out because he didn't say explicitly which one of his kids is you know step so he said basically he just said in his will his directive was to the lawyer whoever gives the most impassioned speech at my funeral gets the money yes got it got it got it got it that's so so, that's so rare for that to happen that's amazing yeah well it would have been but unfortunately i told meredith to say this blah 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 now she said it now it's on tv now i can't say it and i actually went to the funeral and all i did was do my rendition of um annie start to finish the whole the whole show or just a song the whole show want to give us a couple seconds <laughs> i uh i uh it's kind of painful to to think about to be honest with you because maybe just maybe just hard knock life it's a hard knock life and then i did sort of a more opera version of it so no uh, how did i do okay it's a hard knock life and then i did sort of like that the whole time Sounds oh, cool as hell. That's like very Yoko Ono of you. Yeah. Um, Didn't work. Nobody got it. Well, okay. But, okay. I found the speech. Okay. Should I play it? Yeah, let's hear it. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. I lied. I'm not out of this relationship. I, I'm in. She I'm so in. That. It's humiliating because here I am begging. Murder. Shut up. Shut you up. say Meredith and I yell, remember? Okay. What was that from? Here it is. Your choice, it's simple. Her or me. Yep, that's me and my sister. And I'm sure she's really great. Mm-hmm. But Darren, she's great. Yeah. I love you. In a really, really big pause, pretend pause, to pause. like your taste in music. So when you say, when she's saying Derek, she's filling in Derek for what were you saying in your speech? Like what name was there? Stepdad Papa. Stepdad Papa. Okay. Continue playing. Let you eat the last piece of cheesecake. Hold a radio over my head outside your window. You have Unfortunate that. way that makes me hate you. Love you. Yeah. So pick me. For the Choose well. Choose me. For the well. Love me. For the well. I'll be at Joe's tonight. So if you do this decide to sign the papers, part of the meet speech. me there. I told her, I said, don't tell him to meet you at Joe's. Tell him to sign the paper right after that big speech. The, that's the thing that I feel like my big takeaway is, is like, if I want someone to do something, I'm not fucking leaving the room until it's no. done. That was there's paperwork big... involved yeah it's like don't give him time to think about his other choices you fucking stay there until the deed is done exactly. that's what i'm gonna do when i get that big studio deal yes good for you good for you good for you <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah no because it was like big moment big moment crescendo and then it was like nothing it's like meet me you at joe's in four hours and then he like sits in the hospital for four hours i'm like oh well you let him do it Right. And if there's any consolation for you, which I know this isn't your thing, it's more my thing, but like, it is pretty huge to think about like, you wrote that speech and it made it to air. So you are technically 
a screenwriter. Okay, thank you for saying it. I wasn't going to say it myself about myself, but that's I was wondering about that. I think I am, right? That technically I yeah. am. You should see if you're like SAG eligible. I will. Well, when you start writing sexual woman, is that what we sexual being? Sexual being. Oh my gosh, even better. Uh, you know, I'll try and get you into SAG too. That would be amazing if you could yeah. just like connect me with to whatever agent, whatever the first of us to get an agent is. Just like let's help the other one out. Women who don't support other women, there's a there's a certain place in hell. Yeah, there's a certain place in hell, and it's not a place I want to go. And, and it's not a place I want to go, but let me tell you something. I bet it has great martinis. Because uh, a woman, a bad woman knows how to make a good martini. Right? I love a martini. Are we saying martini or margarita? Martini. <laughs> I love a martini. Do you like a margarita too? I am obsessed with a margarita. I love a margarita. Too much tequila at Meredith's house for me though. Mm, I'm not making any commentaries on that one, but too much tequila in this house. That, yeah. So were you doing, <laughs> did you think that, okay. Did you yeah. think that Derek being mad at Meredith? Okay. Like I wrote down when I was like thinking about this episode, I was just like, Derek is like genuinely mad to the point of yelling at Meredith for having like no understanding for his point of view. And he's like, um, this is like an 11 year relationship. Like I have right to have doubts, which like fair, but he's yelling at Meredith saying like, that like she needs to have some understanding and she's like he's like especially from you like I need like understanding about like having this doubt about ending this relationship and I was like this is so fucking gaslighty to be like you're the problem yeah not being for not understanding how hard it is for me to break up with the woman that I'm like causing you to be a mistress over you know what I mean like it's just like I was like, oh, this, it was so like kind of gross to me. I was like, I feel like he's supposed trying to give himself this like hero's edit of like, like, it's really hard to end this relationship. Cause I do like Addison, like I get that, yeah. but it's also like, you're saying it to the wrong audience. Like to try to make Meredith feel bad about being upset. It's like, she's not the person that should be like supporting you and encouraging you to like give it another shot with Addison. Like fucking talk to your therapist about that bitch. Bitch. I love I totally agree with you. That was, I, I, I think you did have a point that like, it's not that easy of a thing to do, but like, don't bitch right. out like your new girlfriend for like, who's like rightfully upset with you for not revealing that you were married. Like, yeah. I agree. I think she's, she's giving him, I don't, I don't even think she's like giving him grief. Like, I think she's like rightfully mad. Yeah. I think he like, I think like he's right that like, it is a hard thing. But I think it's like you're preaching to the wrong person here. Like, yeah, he needs a friend. He needs a friend. We should do. Do you think that we should maybe like try to help him out? I will do nothing that jeopardizes my friendship with Meredith. That's so fucking true. Okay, the only way we can get away with this would be I don't even know why I'm trying to help Doctor Shepard. He's a fucking cult leader. But like maybe we could like create some online profile of just like a friendly dude and just kind of i really like facebook start commenting on his posts get an aol account because derek posts a lot on facebook he does he does and he's on aol a lot too so we can just sort of Mm -hmm. what i mean what should the guy be named i feel like it should be something like just basic like sam Locke. 
I love that. Sam Locke with an E. Yeah. Because it's French. Yes. And he's he works at the he works at the sports store down the street. And he loves eating a baguette every morning. And he left everyone he knew behind in France. So he's also looking for a friend. And he works at the sports store, but his dream to be on Broadway. <laughs> and the reason he can't do it? Twisted his ankle. Guess what doing? Dancing what? alone. Told and, what was he, and what was he dancing to? Umbrella by Rihanna. Uh, Oh, they're gonna this is gonna be really helpful. I'm excited about this. I think so. Too. I think this is gonna be really We're big. heroes. We just have to make sure Meredith never finds out that we She can't, how could she? Sam Locke is I mean, it's such an airtight personality we're making. Yeah. I'm gonna find a we should find someone to take pictures of and stuff or so I find maybe someone online so that we can create a full profile. Well, you know who we could take pictures of? Who? Miranda's husband. Because no one's ever going to see him. Yep, definitely. Okay, yeah. done. We're going to Dr. Bailey's house to take photos of her Oh, husband. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You know, I'm not even going to lie to you. When you said Miranda, I was like, who's that? <laughs> yeah, it was they weird. It was they... weird. It was weird that I called her Miranda and not Dr. I Bailey. I was like, I don't even know. For a second, I was like. My childhood friend Miranda from soccer team. Uh, no, no. But no, no, no. Yeah, because they were like really not into showing what he looks like. So he's perfect. And it was such a weird reveal this episode to be like, yeah. and guess what? Dr. Bailey has been getting ass this whole time. Yeah, with her husband of 10 years. It's like, what? Why yeah, that are was you guys really, doing it like this? That was really weird. Like, I feel like Miranda... Miranda, <laughs> stop calling like, her that. It makes me so uncomfortable. I know. I feel like Dr. Bailey like finally caught up on the last season of this reality show, and it's like, I don't love the way I look in this. I want, I want to be a sexual being. A sexual being. My gosh, you should pitch the it? show to her. We actually, maybe we should go to Miranda's, <laughs> Dr. Bailey's house, if, because I'm actually now that I'm like saying this out loud. I kind of wouldn't be surprised if Dr. Bailey is catfishing all of us and she doesn't have a fucking husband. Okay, I'm down. I bet I if mean, we followed her home onto this date, we'd see her eating in her kitchen by herself, sitting across the table from her is a fucking mop with a hat on. <laughs> okay. Well, and, and she would get a mop and put a hat on it just to... To, to feel less alone to feel less alone not to trick people that were potentially following her or, or yeah or to do that of course of course but we're going to be following her and using really high powered lenses on our cameras so we're going to be able to see that that's a fucking mop with a hat on okay well thank god we'll expose her let's expose her on the pot <laughs> that's exactly what she so means. yeah so that way we'll either we'll either expose her as a lying lonely person or <laughs> We'll get some really nice fo po photos to put on our Facebook profile for Sam Locke. Okay, yes, that's a win-win. I love that. What an amazing plan. You're good at planning stuff. It's a double-prong approach. Thank you. Thank Two, you. Two-prong approach. My God. Yeah, exactly. All right. I love prongs. Me too. I love prongs and I love prawns. Me too. 
Yeah, really? We should do prawn night. Let's have a prawn night. Fuck Such it. a hassle to get them out of the shells. Mm. I'll, it's I'll so do, worth I'll it. I'll do it. I'll do it myself earlier in the so day. So worth I'll do it. it. I don't know. It's going to be worth it. it. Yeah. That's All right. Sweet, sweet prawn. Sweet, sweet All right. Prawn. Well, on that note, I'll, I guess I'll head on out to the famous Seattle Pike Place fish market. Get us some prawns for dinner. Yes, please do. And on your way out, feel free to clean up all that claymation. Stuff. Okay, you know what? I'll get to it. I'm yeah. gonna, I'll get to it. Just soon. I told you by end of day, I was going to be in George's room, a.k.a. my new studio. Okay, EOD. Give me a fucking break. Okay. I don't need you to micromanage me. <laughs> all right. I'm well. on my way to get prawns. I'm doing this for us. <laughs> It's like, I, what do you I, I, fucking want? <laughs> what people don't know is that when we're not on this podcast, we violently fight. <laughs> Ain't nobody's cuck, bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Nobody knows where we might end up. Nobody knows. Bye.